Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Sabbath Services. The mark of the beast is coming, is coming, is coming, is coming. Let's look at the mark of the beast and how that comes about today. All right? Now, I saw the picture of President Biden and Xi Jinping standing together and a big smile on President Biden's face and it was almost like a little puppy dog coming to the master to be petted. I couldn't help but think that. Okay? Now, We're suffering today, and everybody's trying to correct the problems. But the problems they're trying to correct are only the effects of what the original cause actually is. And that is rebellion against God by all the religious leaders, especially those that call themselves Christian, all the political leaders, and now everything is set in motion. There will be coming the mark of the beast, and it will involve the whole world. Now, in 2009, I gave a message on the mark of the beast is already here. And that's when it came out with a digital angel where they had a little chip about the size of a grain of rice that they could insert into this part of your right hand. Okay. It doesn't mean if they put it in your left hand that you don't have it. (laughs) But anyway... So everybody got all excited, oh, the mark of the beast is here. However, it's been developing and developing and developing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And now they have the technology that is absolutely fantastic. Now, why is all of this coming? Okay. Well, let's come to Leviticus 26. Now put in your margin Isaiah, the first chapter, and that tells you about the rebellion. But here in Leviticus 26 now, it is looking at the curses that are coming upon the modern-day nations of Israel today. Okay. Now as you read this, you will find there are seven ifs. Okay. And each one of these ifs gives us a choice. What are we going to do? That if the people would turn to God and believe him and obey him, then he said, verse 9. Now, I won't go through all of it, but it starts out with no idols, Sabbath keeping, etc. Okay. 
I, verse 9, I will have respect to you and make you fruitful and multiply you and establish my covenant with you, and you shall eat of the old provision and clear away the old because of the new, and I will set my tabernacle among you. That's why he had the tabernacle made, so he could dwell with his people. That's what God wanted. And my soul shall not abhor you, and I will walk among you, and will be your God, and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from being their bondsmen, and I have broken the bonds of your yoke and have made you go upright. Verse 13, here's the first if. But if, so he always gives us a choice. We all have a choice at whatever level it is that we are in relationship with God. But if you will not hearken to me and will not do all these commandments, and if, Here's the second one. You shall despise my statutes. And if, here's the third one, notice how all of these build. See? And at any point, they could have stopped a lot of the problems. And if your soul hates my judgments, so that you will not do all my commandments, so that you break my covenant, I will also do this to you. Everything we're experiencing today, God warned of, and it's in the word of God. How many times have we covered about the stranger rising high above you? Hmm? Whoever thought that we would have, what are they saying, 10 to 12 million come in and the in a four-year period. And they've estimated that the cost of that is going to be $400 billion a year. Where's that coming from? They've never asked the question, why did we get such a president to do such a thing? And it's because the people have turned their back on God. You can read it. All right, let's go on. He says, I will also do this to you. I will even appoint over you terror, consumption, and burning fever, consuming the eyes and causing sorrow of heart, and you shall sow your seed in vain, and your enemies shall eat it. Who do we export the most food to? China. Right? Are they eating our food? Are they taking our money? Are they using our money to enslave us into their way? Then he also says, and I will set my face against you and you shall be slain before your enemies. There we are. 
Look at all the problems we have. And they that hate you shall reign over you, and you shall flee when none pursues you. How many in positions of authority in government and in religion hate Americans, hate the Constitution, despise the Bible, and are in full embracing of Satan and his ways? In the government, it is called the deep state. And they run the government. Can anybody solve it? We don't know. Everybody's hoping that Trump will come and rescue them. He's only one man who can only do so much even if he would be the most powerful man on earth, he still can only do so much because there are millions and millions and millions of people. Okay. Then he goes on saying here, verse 17, and I will set my face against you and you shall be slain before your enemies and they that hate you shall reign over you Verse 18, and if you will not yet, there it is again, if when you get to this point and you're suffering and misery and torment and you still don't turn to God, all right, for all these, for all this rather, hearken to me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins and I will break the pride of your power. And we've seen that happen over and over again, right? Okay. And I will make your heaven like iron and your earth like bronze. That's coming. Go back and look at the 1930s when we had the Great Depression. We had all of these things on us then, right? Yes, we did. So that should be a warning. They're coming again. And your strength shall be spent in vain, and your land shall not yield its increase. Neither shall the trees of the field yield their fruits. And if you walk contrary to me, there it is again, okay, and will not hearken to me, I will bring seven times more plagues on you according to your sins. And that's what we're experiencing. I will also send wild beasts among you, and they shall bereave you. Huh. Look at the wild beasts that they have in Florida. They have pythons that were let loose as little snakes. And they've bred and they've bred and they've bred and they're eating everything in the Everglades. And they can even eat alligators. Okay? Now, I will destroy your livestock and make you few, and your highways shall be deserted. 
And if after all these things you will not be reformed by me, but will walk contrary to me, I will walk contrary to you and punish you seven times more for your sins, and I will bring the sword upon you and execute vengeance, the vengeance of my covenant. Okay, and when you're gathered inside your cities, I will send the plague among you. Beware, New York City. A plague is bound to break out. There is no way that they can stop it. Okay. And you shall be delivered into the hand of your enemy. Okay. Now, how does all of this fit in with what's happening in the world in the mark of the beast? Because in order for the mark of the beast to be implemented, they must bring down the dollar. Now, a little history on the dollar. Right after World War II, the British pound had to release its hold on world trade in pounds, and it was transferred over to U.S. dollars. Then during the days of the Nixon administration, when the, the countries in trading with us were bringing U.S. dollars that we used in purchasing their goods, they brought them to the gold window of the United States to exchange the money for, it was $40 an ounce at that time, so if you bring $40, you get an ounce of gold. Well, they were taking the gold and couldn't have that. And so Nixon took us off the gold standard, set it up on the U.S. dollar for world trade. And that has worked very well as long as everything was going fine. Okay. Now then. Look at the inflation that has taken place. From $40 an ounce, where is it today? Right at $2,000 an ounce. Okay. Now we're going to have inflation, and inflation is going to increase because all of this is necessary to bring the dollar down. So they can implement another system. Now, they're already doing this through what is called the BRICS. That is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Recently, six other nations joined, the main ones being the oil-producing countries in the Middle East. And now they are trading in Chinese yuan, Indian rupees, and whatever other currency. Okay? Now, there is a great weakness in all of that. Now, they thought they had a good system. They thought it would work. 
But the Russians are finding out in selling oil to the Indians and taking Indian rupees that they're losing the value of the rupee because no one wants it. And what are they going to buy from India? So they can't get it back into India to get enough goods back for themselves. Okay. Now, same way with the Chinese yuan. Used to be right at, at six yuan for one dollar. Now it is over seven. So that means it's lost value. Now, how many Chinese yuan can the oil producing countries use to buy things from China? Comparing the population of the Chinese with the population of the oil countries. So this BRIC system is not going to come about as swiftly as they thought. There is another system that is developing, and that is, that is the central bank digital currency. Okay. Now, it's been in the works since 2009. All the countries are involved in it, okay? Now, let me read this report. I'll have it online. Central Bank Digital Currency Evolution in 2023. Okay. The momentum behind central bank digital currencies has remained strong in the second half of 2023. New research from CBDC tracker shows, listen to this, 130 countries are beginning to shift over and plan for digital currency, okay? And that represents 98% of the, of, of the global GDP. 64 countries are now in advanced phases of exploration, launch, pilot, and or development, okay? So there you go. Now, on top of that, in addition to it, here's another report. The Inevitable Takeover, Digital Identity, and Total Control. So it's not just a matter of buying and selling. Okay? Now, this whole satanic system, let's come here to Ezekiel 28, and let's see a prophecy of it relating to Satan the devil. And then we will go to the book of Revelation and look at it even more. Okay. Ezekiel 28. Now it talks about the one who was the covering cherub. And he was perfect from the day that he was created until he sinned. Okay. Now let's come here to verse 17. And your heart was lifted up because of of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom by reason of your brightness, I will cast you to the ground, I will lay you before kings, 
that they may behold you. Now that's a prophecy of the end, what's going to happen with Satan. By the multitude of your iniquities and by the unrighteousness of your trade. Now, the whole world system today is set up on buying and selling and betting. And there is so much debt. That's the iniquity of his merchandising. Okay? And you have profaned your sanctuaries. Okay? What are his sanctuaries? Religious and financial. Therefore I brought brought you forth from your midst, and it shall devour you. I will bring you to ashes to the earth, and, and then that's cast into the lake of fire. So here it is. Now, let's look at something else that's taking place here. Inevitable takeover, digital identity and total control is coming. United Nations digital identity. See, because the truth of the matter is none of these systems are going to work very well unless there is a one world digital merchandising system. So the European Parliament and the Council of European Union reacted it reached a final agreement this week on the establishment of the European digital identity. Now, right now, you have Sweden, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and other people in the different countries that they have the chip in their right hand right now. And they're using it. They're buying, they're selling, and everything's just convenient and nice. See? But that just for the start, okay? So they want to establish European digital identity wallets. Now, we have the forerunner today. How many here have smartphones? Probably a lot of you, most of you. I'm an ancient old guy, and I don't have one, okay? <laughs> but they're going to have everything digitized. Now, what's the convenience of that? They can create money by the flick of a switch. And they won't have to account to anybody. Okay? So that's what they want. Here's what it's going to be. It'll be the first central and fully digital identification system for all Europeans. Under the new law, the UE will offer its 
citizens' so-called digital wallets on a voluntary basis at first. And then when they get enough, you will have it. Okay? Now, this is the next to the last step before the mark of the beast as we will look at in Revelation 13. So, what it will be is this. It will contain digital versions of their ID cards, driver's license, diplomas, medical records, and bank account information. Now, the Chinese have it with 250 million people. And if you're a good Chinese, you can buy and sell with it. But they also have what is called a digital score. And the super elite will decide whether you're a good citizen or not. And at the flick of a switch, they can stop you from having anything. You won't be able to buy. You won't be able to sell. You won't be able to fraternize with people. You will become an outcast and a pariah. That's what will happen. These documents will be recognized as means to access online services throughout Europe, and the citizens will be able to prove their identity or share electronic documents from their wallets with the click of a button. Okay? So that's how it's going to come. Now, let's look at it here in Revelation 13. Now, you can go to the Bible and you can study how God demanded of Israel just weights, just balances, honesty in trading. And you see, the truth is, all commerce must operate on truth and trust. But this system is going to operate on control. Okay? Now, let's think about this for a minute. Because I just read to you, how many countries are involved in doing this? Okay. 130. 64 are in advanced stages of this. Who rules the world right now? Satan the devil. What is he called? He's called the God of this world or this age. How did he get that? Well, in the temptation with Jesus Christ, Satan came to him and said, if you bow down and worship me, I will give you all the kingdoms of the world. For it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomsoever I will. 
Okay. What does it say in Revelation 12, 9? He deceiving the whole world. What does it say in Revelation 13 that we're reading here? Okay. Verse 4. It's going to come with a one world system. There, that's called the beast power. Then there will be the man who is the beast. And he will be so powerful. And he will be acting in such a way that he will go into the coming temple that's going to be built and declare that he's God. So just a little sidebar. When they start the temple, you better make sure you're right with God because the days are limited. Okay? You can't say, well, it's way down the road. No, it's going to be right at the threshold of the door. Okay? Verse 4. And they worship the dragon who gave his authority to the beast, just like he told Jesus. I'll give it to you if you worship me. And they worship the beast, saying, who is like the beast, and who has the power to make war against him. So there will come a time of peace for a short period of time. Now, we don't know what this all this means, who has the power to make war against him. We have no idea. But as we have discussed with the, with the collider there in Switzerland, they may come up with a secret weapon that is yet to be discovered, which will give them the power so that everyone will be afraid to try and make war against them. Okay? And a mouth speaking great things and blasphemy was given to him, and authority was given to him to continue 42 months. That's after the deadly wound. Okay? Now come down here to verse 10. Because you're going to have the beast and the false prophet working together. And they will be confronted by the two witnesses. And the two witnesses do not come on the scene until just before the beast power goes into the temple and says he's God. So anyone who says, I'm the two witnesses, or these are the two witnesses, don't believe it. Because they must be in Jerusalem, they must be clothed in sackcloth and ashes, and they must be able to come against their enemies with fire coming out of their mouths to destroy them. Okay, Anybody like that in Jerusalem today? No. Okay. Now then, let's read about this next beast. Verse 11. And I saw another beast rising out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, but spoke like a dragon. Again, Satan empowered. And he exercises all 
the authority of the first beast before him, and he causes the earth and those who dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Now notice what he does. Now I want you to think about the two witnesses here. Having the power, God will give them the message. We've seen from the prophecies that that it's going to come from the coming high priest of the temple and the governor of Judea will be the two witnesses. Okay? So here is what the false prophet has, right? And he performs great wonders so that he even causes fire to come down to the earth from heaven in the sight of men. Now, think about that. A little hot fire from the two witnesses, a little hot fire from the false prophets. It's going to be quite a thing going on. All right? And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by the means of the wonders that were given it to him to perform in the sight of the beast, saying to those who dwell on the earth that they should make an image for the beast which had the wound by the sword and yet was alive. So it's going to be quite a thing. That's how fantastic that it's going to look. Okay? Now then, and he was given power to give to the to give life. Now the Greek there is pneuma, which means spirit. Okay. Now the false prophet can give a spirit into the idol of the beast. It's not going to be AI. It's going to be a false satanic spirit. Now, you know it's not going to be a spirit of God, and you know what Christ said, that the demon, when it's cast out, and it looks where it came from, and decides to go back, he takes seven others with him, which shows that Satan can move demons in and out of people and things to fulfill what he wants to do. So that's what's going to happen here. Okay. to give life to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast could speak. And he causes everyone who will not worship the image of the beast to be killed. You see that mindset now being portrayed in masses of people that they will not listen to truth. They will not listen to reason. All of those who are for the Palestinians, they are adamant to kill every Jew. And the Jews want to get rid of all Hamas. So here we have this kind of thing going on. Think about it when it looks like that the beast is God on earth. And everybody is supporting that. Okay. Now here is the other part of it. Verse 16, And he causes all, the small and the great, the rich and the poor, the free and the bond, to receive a mark in their right hands or in their foreheads. Okay. Very easy. It will be in. Now, 
What they're finding already is this. People that have their smartphones, there are those who steal them, go into bank accounts when they get the all of the things. So once they get the digital system involved, they will see one of the great weaknesses is that it can be hacked and everything that you have and own can be transmitted to someone else illegally. So what will the solution be? Put it in the right hand, or if you're a leading government official, in your forehead. Now, they're working on that right now. So that no one may have the ability to buy or sell unless he has the mark, the number of the beast, and the number of his name. All right? Let me read you just a little bit more on this. Digital currencies. The United States and China are at the crossroad, and the world is. Okay? This multidisciplinary report explores the economic and social political motives for China's central bank digital currency. They already have it. Now, how far that will go? We'll just have to wait and see. And its implications for privacy, international security, and the leading role of the United States in global finances. Okay? All of that becomes in jeopardy. The central bank digital currencies have taken flight, that means it's up and running, globally, and China is boldly leading the way. How will China's digital currency, the Yihuan, serve the political and economic agenda of Chinese authoritarian government? What are the implications for the world economy, international security, the leading role of the United States, and global payments and finance? Okay. Quite a thing. They're working on it. Just think in China, they've got a whole 250 million people already doing that. Okay. Then it says here, China is not alone. Many countries from South Korea to the Bahamas have joined in the global CBDC gold rush. The United States, however, is held back. If Washington does not move quickly to adopt more proactive strategy, it risks its leading role in global finance and financial technologies. Okay. So... Biden has given to the feds to study it. Okay. Now, in this whole overall system that is out there, there is something with the U.S. economy that very few are paying attention to. And this came about when President Roosevelt called in all of the gold, okay? 
And they opened up a special account that's with the Federal Reserve. And it's been there since 1934. It is called the ESF, which means the Exchange Stabilization Fund. And this is the hammer that America has over the rest of the world because, and especially after the Nixon taking us off the gold standard, for every barrel of oil that was sold, they put into the ESF account three to four dollars. This account has never been audited. No one knows how much is there. No one knows how much gold may be there. So we don't know where that puts us in all of this with the coming mark of the beast. But even if that brings about the mark the all the digital currency and so forth okay it's going to have to e- evolve until they put it in the right hand or in the forehead so when they issue the digital wallet no that's the last thing before the mark of the beast insertion into the right hand or the forehead. Now, that's going to put all of the true Christians and many who are against it. There are a lot of Protestants who understand the implications of the mark of the beast, and they are against it pretty much full time. Okay? So we don't know how all of this is is going to come down. But it tells us that it's going to really be something. Now, stop and think about this for a minute. How long can you exist without buying and selling? Look at everything that we have. Now, if you own your property free and clear, you don't own it free and clear because the county and the state have tax liens permanently on your property, meaning that you are a beneficial owner, meaning you live there at the goodwill of the government as long as you pay your taxes. And you can buy and sell. That's true. But then, everything you do, you buy or you sell. Or you work and you are paid. And you take that and you pay for your electricity. Ha, but that's digitized. You go to the store, you buy your food. Ha, That's digitized. 
You drive your car. You buy gasoline. Okay. Your car also, you have beneficial ownership because if you don't have a license, you can't drive it. And if you don't have a driver's license in addition, you can't personally do it yourself. So all of these things are there already for complete and total control of every single human being on earth. And that's what the mark of the beast is going to come down to. And all of these countries are working on developing the system so it will work. And they will also find this. They will have to end up giving all control of all monetary things to a central world bank. And they will control everything and who will be its number one director. Satan, the devil. Right? So think about that. Now, when they start to implement this, as long as it's not in the right hand or in the forehead, you can use it. But the time is going to come when that will no longer be practical. And that's when it will get down to life and death. Do you believe God? Do you love God? Do you want to do the things that God wants, which will be very unpopular? Okay. So where will we stand? See? So all of this. Now, it's been since 2009 that I did the first message, the Mark of the Beast is here already, but look at where it's grown to and look how it's being accepted and look what is being done. So we need to all take some precautions, have some extra things at home that you can eat, that you can drink, and so forth. If you have a little gold, if you have some silver, you might be able, with the underground market for a while, to be able to get a few things for a while. But they'll soon track all of that down and take that away. See? So it really gets down to a final thing. Do we believe God and love him? And are we willing to take whatever comes regardless of how it may affect us, whether we live or whether we die. See? So that's, that's where the world is heading. Now, there are many other scriptures and things we can add to it, but that's the, the sum of what it's going to be. So we need to be on guard, and we need to take care of our finances, 
We need to take care of the things that we own. We need to have a supply of food, need to have a supply of water, and that will last for a while. And after that, it is operating strictly on faith, and we have to be faithful unto death. So that's what the Bible shows us the end time is really going to be like. 